Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Believe in Arizona Football Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. This is the Arizona Football Show where we talk all things Arizona Wildcats football. My name is Eddie Law, and my co-host, as always, is former Arizona Wildcats corner, number five in your programs. Ladies and gentlemen, he is Shaquille Richardson. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing good. Bear down. We almost got that win. Yeah, that would have been a huge win to get to get our first game. I mean, you know, it was supposed to be last week, but our first game to get a W now, especially against a ranked opponent in USC number yeah. 20, would have been huge. But you know, uh, it almost only counts in, uh, in, in, you know, what is it, horseshoes? Horseshoe, so, hand, hand grenades and horseshoes. There you go, hand grenades and horseshoes. So, <laughs> anyway, folks, if you enjoy this show, please help us out by hitting that subscribe button on iTunes and leaving us a rating. We'd be so kind. Uh, we're also available on your favorite podcast outlets, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on social media. So, the NFL is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on, on the action I bet online. Um, week 11, man, we got plenty of big games coming up, uh, including Arizona at Seattle. Of course, I'm a huge Cardinals fan, so I have to throw that one in there. And it's a big game in the NFC West. A big game for, for uh, both teams coming off the Cardinals win a couple weeks ago at home against Seattle. Um, the games I'm looking at, man, I'm looking at Titans at Ravens. It's, it, that game's got you know playoff implications. And I always like to pick a game that doesn't really mean a whole lot, but mm-hmm. I, I like Miami at Denver. Uh, you know, can Miami continue the, the resurgence behind that strong defense and the rise of uh, of, of, of Tua Tagovailoa? I mean, it's yeah. playing a bit on this weekend, man. I think they can actually. Yeah, I, I like the Dolphins. I like the Dolph- Dolphins. I like uh, the Packers versus the Colts. That's six and two versus six and three. Um, of course, I like the Chiefs over Raiders. <laughs> Chiefs over Raiders. Hey, that's the thing too. Is that I got I got friends that are they're big Chiefs fans, and they they yeah. call. They call the Vegas uh, the Vegas Stadium Arrowhead West. Apparently, <laughs> they own them. So right, right. And I got I don't know I got the Seahawks. Seahawks. All right, hey, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You don't. Do you think Russell Wilson will go O two in division to a young young against uh, us? Young no. Kyler Murray. No, I don't think against us. No, I think Just, I think this will be a rough game. I'm still picking us, of course, but <laughs> but I think it'll be really hard. I think it'll be a much harder game than the last one. You know, especially at their place. No, yeah, for sure. I don't expect Russ to let you know Kyler Murray come in. Two and on in his first real, you know, time behind quarterback, second year. Right. On the it's, just, it's just about narrative sometimes that some people can't, you know, can't get by. I don't think Russ gonna let him get by with that. Especially when you consider the front runner for the MVP. You right. definitely don't want to let that right. go. Exactly. Anyway. So from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always that online casino as well, which it never closes. So if you like the bet and wager and all that, go for it. Uh, so head over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So we finally got some Arizona Wildcat football, man, and we finally got something to talk about because last week, like, first of all, it seems like the rest of the country got onto some college football way before us, and it's because they did. We were the very they last did. one to get going. Yeah, they definitely did. Yeah, so nevertheless, it's finally on. We finally got a game. Now, just real quick, on a note from last week. We all know about the cancellation last week at Utah against the Utes. That was due to COVID-19 uh, protocol. So the Utes were not able to dress in the scholarship players to, to satisfy the protocols and the guidelines for the Pac-12 to actually get a game going. So Utah had to uh, request uh, a cancellation of the game with the Pac-12, which they got granted, of course, um, because their test came back on Friday morning positive. 
So there's a lot of talk about, oh, they waited so long to let us know. It wasn't necessarily that. This is because I talked to a lot, you know, some people that that that, uh, that do Utah Utah Utes media, and they said that they got their tests back on Friday morning, and there were too many negatives. Obviously, they didn't have enough uh, scholarship guys to play. So I still was pushing a little bit of, oh, we should have gotten that, you know, that, yeah. that that forfeit from them. But you know, in 2020, and with the you know the tough times we're in, it's hard to criticize them for it, really. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, we're just moving on. To SC week one now, mm-hmm. new week, new week ones. That's opportunities for the guys, but you know, uh, any opportunity, good opportunity. They had a good opportunity uh, versus SC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and again, week one was you know, was Saturday at home against USC. Yeah, before we get into the numbers, Shaq, your overall feel of the game, and I know we're both kind of let down, but overall, if you look at the entire game, how did you feel about it? Uh, overall, I felt good about it. I seen a lot of good football. Um, I seen too many penalties though on defense, too many penalties. And I don't know if it was first game, you know, lag or um, if it was condition or something, but the defense died down towards the end of the game, started off hot. Mm-hmm. Run defense started off hot. Um, we, we got playmakers on the front. We got definitely offense is top, uh, top tier of the pack. Quarterback, top tier. Receiving core, top tier. Running back, top tier. Everything is, uh, is going to be. Uh, high numbers for the offense for sure. Offense gonna put up numbers. Defense did well. First half, second half, let us down. Gave up that game winning drive. Gunnell went down and took the lead. I saw a lot of good football on offense. I saw some good football on defense too. But that second half on defense, it uh, it, you know, got brought me back to earth. We was about to beat SC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So it, just like you said, man, it, it was a battle on the field. The teams went back and forth, taking the lead and all that. But you know. Arizona grabbed that 30-27 lead with a minute 35 left on the clock, and that's when the defense had the biggest letdown of the game, in my opinion. Um, after playing, you know, pretty well, honestly, pretty well for for three quarters and, and some yeah. of the fourth at least. No that turnovers, tip, right? That tip ball, yeah, that was a problem. The, the, turn, the lack of we uh, should have we should have we should have ended the game on that pick. We didn't have any turnovers already. We should have ended the game on that interception right there. Right, Christian Roland Wallace, you know, he 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 went up for that for that pick and instead of catching it, he tipped it. Now a lot of people say, you know, a lot of uh I don't I mean you tell me better better you obviously you played, but um a lot of times you see a play like that, you think bat it down, but he went up to try and catch it, tipped it, and then USC's receiver, uh Amar Ross St. Brown caught it yeah. at the eight and he set up that last uh that running yeah. play that got the touchdown to win the game. Yeah, definitely should have caught it, you know, went down, catch it, go down, take a knee, game over. That's I thought a, that was gonna how, be that's it, man. How that goes. That's what I thought. You know, um, what um, what um, I feel like uh, about this game is has more value than you know, um, one game. You know, you only have a five game season. Those type of opportunities aren't gonna come by a lot. Those type of games to win are only gonna be five deep maximum now. So, like to win a game like that, that probably would have been one of the. Uh, mo- I don't know if most of our games would be close or not, but. You only get a couple opportunities like that. You know, you don't get opportunities like that to end the game on an interception uh, every week. So it's like you got to understand. You got to understand that from a player's perspective that that opportunity um, is not going to come back. So you got to capitalize on it. You know, you got to you got to win that game. You could have yes. won the game. We could have had a player win the game damn near by itself. If you caught that, you would have been the man on campus. Pick. Oh, Everybody man, get out the stadium. Man on got, campus. Got the pick. Yeah. Tell everybody to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Just bye. Go, go, go the back Dame to Lillard. Do the Dame Lillard. Right. Yeah. Go back home. 
Nah, man. And I guess that would have been a huge win for the team, obviously. But for 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 him, like as a player, trying to get some tape together, that would have been huge. Like, hey, man, sure. I iced that game myself. Right, versus SC number twenty in our home first game of the year, not even warmed mm-hmm. up yet. You know, sometimes you got to miss those. T- sometimes you got honestly. Sometimes you got to miss those opportunities to see how to change it next time for yourself. You know, it's not about right. being hard headed, but you, you learn from experience. So. But it's just the season's so short, you know, you got to learn by doing it, you know, yeah, actually making for, that play. For these guys this year, every every play means way more than normal. So they, they got to right. make it happen. All right. All right. So let's look at the uh, at the numbers here, um, pulling up the uh, stats here. All right. So looking at, uh, at, at you know, the way the offense played, Grant Gannell, 286, three touchdowns in that one pick early. And I remember you and I were talking throughout the whole game, and that one pick was like you were talking about his nerves of that first game. Yeah, it was um, first series. Mm-hmm. First series, uh, the ball got a little high on him, and he, he rushed up in the pocket a little bit. And I seen uh, Joyner was taking a little time on his route, too, and probably would have made him a little more comfortable on the throw if he would have got out his route a little faster. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I said, it's early chemistry. You know, you got you to gotta learn that type of timing. It's the first game of the season. Uh, he'll, the time the time clock in Ten's head will speed up, and the time clock in uh, Gunnell's head will slow down. Mm-hmm. You know, so like the time is gonna be perfect. He'll see it clear. It's gonna come open clear, and I don't have no uh, no issues with that pick. That that'll probably be one of his few of the year. Yeah, no. If you like, like we were talking before the, before we before the show today, um, a lot of uh, for some for some reason, U of A fans go play by play, and the second that one pick went. Uh, not everybody, but a good chunk of uh, Wildcats fans are just like, here we go again. Like, ready, just ready to ready to lose. Yeah, for some reason, man. But yeah, believe me, by by, by halftime, they were all hyped up. All of them. right. So just but, imagine this. Imagine this. Imagine mm-hmm. as a player, right? You throw a pick, and the game is still going, and you just have to have confidence, and you know, to mm-hmm. bounce back. Fans, just oh, here we just ready to lose, just ready to lose. That type of mindset has to stay away from the actual team, you know, because if one play goes wrong, that doesn't mean that the game is over. Everybody makes mistakes on both sides of the ball. But that mindset that, um, you know, oh, we make one mistake, here we go again, mm-hmm. that's a bad mindset for, you know, a, a program, really. So yeah, we got to we gotta change that. But the way we can change that is by finishing plays and finishing games, you know, not just competing. We competed amazingly. It's amazing competition. But we could have finished that game with a win. We just got to execute. And make those that one. I mean, I wouldn't say it was one play on that last drive, but um, you know, it all comes down to that last drive. I feel like no matter what happens in the whole sixty minutes, that last drive was the most important. No, one hundred percent. No, and I got to hand it to Gunnell, man. He didn't let that interception get in his head at all. I mean, came back and threw three touchdowns, and he ran around a little bit. Did you think? Because I thought for a little bit that on some of those plays, Grant was trying to do too much. Uh, as far as buying time, yeah. yeah. As far as buying time, but he has amazing pocket awareness. So I feel like that's just a, a talent or a skill. Uh, pocket pocket awareness is a mm-hmm. skill or a talent. Like if you can see the pass rush without looking at it, that's something that not everybody has. So maybe at his young age, he was just, you know, showing it off a little bit mm-hmm. unconsciously. Like, oh, I could do this. I can move here. They can't, I can, uh, you know, step up here. I know how to step up there. I could bounce it out this side, then throw it away. Like, yeah, that's all good when you get to throw it away, but sometimes you're not going to always get to throw it away. Sometimes you got to, you know, get rid of it as soon as you see that there's nothing going on for you. Like, don't take the sack when you don't have to take the sack. Uh, I'm not mad at Gennel, though. He did a great job. I don't have any real criticism on me. 
um that that the fact that him holding the ball a little bit too long on some of those um on some of those plays uh I was actually impressed that he ran around for so long and hadn't got yeah. sacked you know so it's like I don't have no fault in there he's gonna keep getting better still young he controlled the the game the pocket he controlled the offense I didn't see no uh panic he was comfortable uh I want to see them be more intentional as a team as an offense with playmakers right like uh like we oh we got um we got uh Cunningham very involved I wanted to get Joyner involved more because that first touchdown looked way too easy yeah. it looked like practice like it was a scrimmage he just blew right, right by the guy for a 30-yard touchdown it was super easy I feel like we could have I saw, you know, I saw him a little bit more. We had great offense. He spread the ball out great. Offense was great. I'm not going to lie. I wish we would have ran the ball in for a touchdown. I think that would have made a difference, a big difference on the, um, like, the mentality of the team. You remember when Seven ran it in for a touchdown on our team? You know, right, like right, right. Those type of plays where they're in the end zone off a run play is a big momentum boost. If Brightwell would have gotten the end zone, then I feel like, you know, the doors would have been a lot more open right, for the right. offense. I mean, when you have a bruiser the way, you know, Gary Brightwell is like, right. I mean, that dude was just bumping into people. Like, as an offense, you're probably like, look, man, it's cool. We dropped that ball right there. Gary's going to get us a score right here. We're good. Exactly. You know? Or run it first and then, and then, and then throw it. There you if, go. He does, if he doesn't get it, then, then throw it. I think you got to start off establishing the run. Our first play was a, was a pass play. I, I would have liked the uh, run. Mm-hmm. And then we went right to the play action. And then it was an interception. Right. Uh, I, I think that was, you know, we, I mean, I'm not a – Coach, but we would have ran the ball first. The run was working. We also had some supplementary supplementary run plays, like those mm-hmm. wide screens, those quick screens on the outside. We basically just substitute, substituted uh, those pass plays and kind of made them run plays. You know, here, get three or four yards, try to get three or four yards off the play. Maybe we bust it open. But the goal for those plays are really only to get two or three yards, you know, to move the ball. And with our run game, our fundamental run game, it was getting us those two to three yards already. What was his average, Kerry? 5.3? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 5.3, 3.1, 3. 3.7. All of those are, are good averages. Right. You know, the threes are a little low, but they're not terrible. Five is up there. We keep feeding the ball on first down. That'll open up the pass game like it did, like that long that long bomb that we had. I'm not sure if it was off of play action, but – um. Those type of, you know, runs after we established the run, I think he was up probably 50 yards by then, 50 almost touching 100 by then. Right. Throw it deep over the head. Right. No, so like we were saying the offense definitely showed up the way we thought they would. Um, sure, you know, after the interception in the first drive, which, you know, came after Gannell overthrew the receiver, he settled in nicely after that. And then they did what you said, which was feed Gary Brightwell. I mean, he went off, what, uh, 21 carries, 112 yards. And, again, I agree with you. The, the touchdown would have been – he, he earned it. He earned it. Right. Exactly. Even if it's not him, the right. offense earned it. The offensive, uh, you know, goal when you set out mm-hmm. in the beginning of the game to establish the run, you know, that comes with a rushing touchdown validates that you established the run along with the 101, you know, or the 112. That was like, yeah. all right, we came out here, we established the run, we dominated the line of scrimmage, we could run the football, we could pass the football. We did all those things, but we didn't score rushing. Right. That was, that was, uh, yeah, that was one thing we wish we could have gotten for sure. Um, all right. So they covered, uh, Jamari Joyner, but he still grabbed two balls for that 42 yards and that easy score we were talking about Stanley Berryhill. He had a couple of drops, but he ended up going, you know, eight, uh, eight catches for 70 yards and a score. And then, uh, Tavian Cunningham had the game five grabs, 110 yards and a 75 uh, yard bomb. We were talking about right over the top. That was beautiful. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Pass now. 
Mm-hmm. Perfect passion for now. I think we should do more stuff like that, more of those deep balls. I only mm-hmm. probably seen uh, one or two of those long balls. Some of those plays, I feel like, um, I don't know if he um, wants, doesn't want to turn, have any turnovers, didn't want, was conscious of his turnovers, but some of those deep balls that he held the ball on to, maybe he could have threw a 50 50 ball up, you know? Maybe we could've, he could have placed the ball very nice in a, you know, in a window that's hard to hit, but I think he has the skill, but I don't think he wanted to turn the ball over anymore. So he held the ball a little bit long, looked downfield, held the ball, then scrambled or ran or whatever. But I think we need to schedule some more of those uh, deep balls in our offense for sure. Right. No, I fully agree with that. Uh, let's see. Just going off the stats right here. Um, yeah, Gabe Bradwell caught three for 20 on uh, helping uh, helping Ganell out when there was nobody downfield. And then Booby Curry, I thought would have done way more. He only caught two for nine yards, and and you know he got. Look, I don't know if you, if you saw him. He's a big dude. Booby Curry's mm-hmm. a big guy. What That's year is he? one of those guys, huh? What year is he? What year is he? Ooh, I think he's he's young. I'm not really sure what year he is. Mm-hmm. We had a uh, we had a rookie receiver out there, or a freshman receiver out there. Was that uh, Cunningham? Um, no, Cunningham was there last year. I think. Let me make okay. sure. Who was who the? I thought it was a rookie. Let's see. Booby Curry is all right. Booby Curry is a sophomore. Okay. He's a young guy. Oh, somebody, had, somebody got hurt last year, a season ended injury, and they had just came back a receiver. It was, um, maybe it was 21 on defense. I'm not sure. Might have been on defense, I'm not sure. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah like yeah. Booby Curry, big guy. He's one of those guys that you mentioned in 50 50 balls. I think he's one of those guys that could be like a target for those, especially being so so big. It should and, be 10. I think it should be 10. Joiner? Right. Yes, it should be ten. Cunningham, what Jordan is what like six two, six three. Yeah, two fifteen. Same. Right. Is he, same, is he a senior? Uh, I think he is actually. Yeah. Let's see, two two targets of a twenty one yard average. Come on, let's get him a couple more targets or a couple more, you know, catches. He should be up there with the five eight eight range. You know, six targets at least. He could have had over hundred as well if we would have, you know. Schedule him in there for over a hundred. Right, um, right. Running back, running back, we did good. We just gotta get him in zone. But uh, no, yeah, I think we need to do more. Like, um, we did a great job on offense. Let me just say that we did a great job on offense. I think we need to be a little bit more run, you know, uh, run conscious of establishing a line of scrimmage and build that off of play action because Gannell is talented. So it's gonna be like. Yeah, I want to see the defensive stats too. Yeah, yeah, no, we got a real QB. I think we finally got a real facts, QB. Facts, facts. We got a real. QB. We got, probably got one of the best QBs. He's better than the USC quarterback for sure. Oh, hundred uh, one, one down, one down. Yeah. And now I want to compare him to, um, like the ASU quarterback. Like, yeah, okay. um, uh, what other good quarterbacks are in our our division or in our Let's conference? See. I know the I'll... Arizona quarterback is good, or Arizona State quarterback is good. Mm-hmm. Projected uh... to be good. Slovis is supposed to be pretty solid, but he no, we better than Slovis. Yeah, we should have beat Slovis, but he did go down the field and do that game winning drive. So, dude, and he, those, those last he two tried drives, to throw us the pick. Yeah, he and tried. He tried, he tried so hard to, to give us the ball, pick, but we dropped it. <laughs> he tried he so tried hard it. a few times, dude. A few he times he tried, tried to throw us a pick. He tried it. Uh, that's we the first thing part. Right, we yeah. got capitalized, mm-hmm. but you know, you don't. Um, I feel like that's um focus and intention, like when as a player to understand the weight of the situation, like you gotta make this play. It's right there for you. Like that's why I would be on the jugs after practice, just whatever I can do as a DB, 
to make yeah. sure that my few opportunities I collect, I got to collect them. Because that would have changed the whole – that would have won the game. And then right. imagine where Arizona would have been ranked. Oh, we'd have been ranked. We just beat number twenty. We'd have been ranked. We'd All been right. ranked. At least, at least at the at the back. Right, right. All right. So now defensively, and I know we're gonna have plenty to say here, but you know, honestly, they played better than I expected them uh, to, you know, to to play. Uh, to me, it was a letdown that they couldn't get Slovis to throw at least one pick. Like we were saying, he he was right. definitely trying to give us one. Hey, four, and, th- he threw four turnovers last week. That's just so he wants to do it. Right, and then uh, um. He was trying to give us that ball a few times right before that fourth quarter comeback. That fourth quarter comeback, you know, other than that one play that that the rolling wall that that uh that wall should have picked off, like he was, you know, he was he was really solid. It was like he had like a hundred and like fifty yards on like twenty plays or less in those last two drives for USC. It was right crazy. In the fourth quarter in the fourth quarter alone. Mm-hmm. I think that was a it had to be fatigue. It had to be a fatigue for our defense to let down in a way. We got to stay focused and finish the game for sure. Uh, they should be disappointed because they should have won that game. Uh, they should have stepped up and stopped the team from scoring the ball for sure, or at least held them to a field goal. Like right at at worst, hold them to a field goal. You know, but after they got that that uh miss pick, I think it was a miss pick. I think that was the longest play of the drive, and they threw it to fifteen. Fifteen is a you know a talented receiver, huge, big body. Um, they did what they did what I thought they were gonna do though, run verticals and try mm-hmm. try fifteen. And they didn't really have much going until they got the little run game going. Uh, I think Roy Lopez went out for a little while. I don't know what happened. Right. He looked great. Our interior run defense was amazing. The edge was a little little weaker, but then they started. Uh, I don't know where Roy, Roy. I've been looking for that uh, that blonde ponytail. I'm like, where's the blonde ponytail in the middle? Where yeah. is it? Because he's stopping the run. So and then he was gone. And then he got back in there late, but you know they had already established it. Right, and and uh, Roy Lopez is the kid you picked as a, as a difference maker for the season on the last show. Uh, he he showed up putting pressure on Slovis, but he was disruptive in that run game, and he just showed up big uh, until you know, obviously for some reason right. we were talking back and forth during the game. It's like, where is he? No right. idea. We thought he, he got hurt. Out. I thought he got hurt for sure. I thought he got hurt because he wasn't there. And then I seen that they were having success running the ball in the interior. So I'm like, hold on, that wasn't right. going on in the first quarter. First second quarter, that wasn't going on. Whereas you know, Roy Lopez, but. I seen um I seen some soft tackling from our defense. Right. I seen some soft tackling from our defense. Um, I seen some miss miss um miss time. You know, passes in our secondary. We could work on our deep ball coverages like that. Uh, that one that four had he could have he could have made a play on that one in fifteen. He was on top of the route. He was in the perfect position. So uh, he got us down the top shoulder to the very last second. You know, you want to go underneath. But you might mistouch the ball. You got to stay on top and closer, closer, closer. And at the very last second, go underneath. You know, he went underneath too early. The ball over his head. We had to eliminate big plays like that because they only had a couple. Though it's not like they had you know bombs over Baghdad. You know, right. big plays. They only had a couple big plays. Um, no turnovers. I don't you know? I want to see a turnover. But I like what we did defensively, except for that end. And you know, uh, except for the end. It, you see Granganel get that tackle? He... Yeah, yeah. Flip boy. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, let's see. So, what was I going to say about the first half? They held USC. We're talking about the defense real quick. Again, um, they held USC to 145 total yards in the first half. Like, when's the last time we had an Arizona defense that could do that? No, they. Right. they I like the defense coordinator too. It was one. Uh, it was a third and our red zone defense was good. We stopped them like twice in the red zone. Um. I like we ran. It was a third and like a third and goal from like the eleven or twelve. 
and we was running at zero blitz, and that was an amazing call because they either got to score. Of course, they can get half your field goal, but they either got to score. But in order to score, they got to run routes that's plus 10 yards. Right. So when you blitz one more than the protection half, the receivers don't have time to get to the 10 yards. And I think we got off the field. I don't know how we got off the field. Pressure probably, but mm-hmm. whatever it was, we got them off the field, turnover on downs. We had about two or three turnover on downs, didn't we, as a defense? I think- Hold on. Did we have turnover on downs or did they punt it? Because that's a turnover if it's turnover on downs. I don't, I don't think so. Do I think? Did they go? For, oh yeah, they were one they for two them. on fourth down. They were one for two on fourth down, right? Oh, so they got one of them. Got it. Yeah, they got one. Of them. I'll give us one turnover. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Oh no, you're right. You're right. You're right. That did happen. I remember the play. All right. Um. All right. Uh. So, what was I gonna say about the uh at the very end? Obviously, like to me, the third down penalties. Oh yeah, penalties are terrible. Should have shot us right in the foot, man. Right the one, the, the one I always have an issue with was the the pi. They called uh, uh, I forgot on who, but it was so questionable because that ball was not catchable. Like that was mm-hmm. nowhere near catchable. Threw the flag anyway, and they got him that first down. Um, I I wasn't happy with the refing the entire game, but um, they were a lot. They were very involved. Oh yeah, yeah. They they, they, were, they were bored. They want to do something. Right, right. Yeah, first game, just make a couple calls. Their arms were getting itchy, so they were just like, oh, whatever, and whatever right. happened. Right. Uh, all right, so uh, apparently injuries were an, an issue near the end of the game with the safeties and some DBs. I just read that a little while ago. Um, they couldn't uh, they couldn't play as tight as they wanted to. At least that's what uh, what uh, Kevin Sullivan said in the the post game uh, press conference. Um, here's what he said about the defense's performance. He said, "Quote: I thought in the first half we did a good job. We only had three penalties in the first half, but they were third, three third down penalties, right? Mm-hmm. One questionable call, and then some others that gave them first downs to keep some drives alive." But the rotation up front, I thought, has improved, particularly in the run defense. It started running some more stretch zone, and it took us a while to get that shut down in the second half. But overall, we're better. One thing I would say is we didn't force a turnover today, but that's credit to USC as well, end quote. No, they're trying to throw the ball. They're trying to turn the ball over. They tried mm-hmm. a few times to turn the ball over. We got to take advantage of those opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was a stretch zone because the interior defense was rocking. But yep. the, the the edges were a little bit softer because you need some, you know, if they're blocking down, you need a DB or a safety to come get that D gap. On that touchdown, he ran, you know, 21, could have stopped the dude, but, you know, he ran in for a touchdown. It is what it is. But right. uh, the edges, the edge, they probably did find a little bit more success on the edge than uh, interior because interior, we were holding it down for sure. But on yeah, the edge, you got to be stronger. They weren't getting anything down the middle. It was not happening. All right. All right, I like so, that. Uh, that's, that's that's a good that's a sign of a good you know right. good D line, dude. It's it's night and day from last year, right? Last season we talked about like that middle's not doing anything, right? They, it was right. cutting us down the middle. <laughs> now it's like no, good luck. Now you got to right. attack us on the outside. We just like exactly. you said, come up. And that we had a, a linebacker in there that was doing good. What was his name? Roke was it, with the hair, with the hair. Was it Roke Freeberg, the middle linebacker? The yeah, mic? the middle linebacker. Yeah, the mic. The mic was doing work, dude. He's a walk-up from Scottsdale, and actually, yeah. we'll talk about him in a second. But um, all right, so if you had to pick, look at like, look at hold on, look at this right here. Sorry, one TFL, half a TFL, two TFLs, two mm-hmm. TFLs, two TFLs, half a TFL. Mm-hmm. That's good stat line. Great stat line for sure. Tackle for losses are are good stats for yeah. for these players and for our defense. Right. No, but Rook Freeberg, and, and actually, real quick before we uh, we talk about him. Um, the, the, the tackle for a loss and everything, people underestimate that stat. They think it because 
you can you know you can make up for that in the past game whatever that those don't mean a lot that means a lot right it does mean a lot it means a lot because you put the offense behind schedule so it limits the op- op- options that they can go to to make up for the first down now they can't they're not on schedule you, as offense you want your offense on schedule first down and 10 second down and five first down third and one you know you want those type of numbers if you get to first and 10 and now you're at second and 15 Mm-hmm. You have a different set of plays that you have to run now. See the screen game, you got to make up. You don't even want to get the whole first down no more. You just want to make it a manageable third down. Right. And then when you get a team in third down, you know, that's the money down. So now that you get them at, at second and third and 10 now, they got they got a couple yards back from second down, third and 10. Are you ready? Pass rush should be up the field. Defenders should be, you know, aware of the down and distance because they want to make a first down. That's what they want to do. They want to get to first down. So that that helps um, a defense know the strategy of the offense. It limits the offense's options. So then you have an ability to, you know, uh, call something that's, you know, that you know is going to work, you know, in the situation because the situation dictates what the offense has to do now. So those those big plays, those type of losses were great. We need need more of those. Yeah, Um, we got eight of them. We got eight of them. That was good. That was good. Negative plays. We need some interceptions, and you know. That's the problem. None. Zero. Yeah. Zero interceptions yeah. on that. We did well. We did decent on special teams too. I mean, decent. So we had no touchdowns or nothing, but you know. Yeah, as as weird as it is, um, what's the kid's name? We were awful punting team the last like two three years, and we got this kid Tyler Poole. I think his name is. That kid can punt. We finally got a punter, which is a weird yeah, thing to be no, celebrating about. But still, goal kicker is going to the NFL. How, oh, yeah, Havers? Yeah, right here. He got like four 50-yarders on his career, four or five 50-yarders. Yeah. Three for four. Long 51. Come on now. Let's go. We yeah. take that to the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's going to get plenty of opportunities this season to, uh, to score, too. Um, so Hopefully yeah. not. Hopefully not, but, you know, I'm talking about, like, in, like, tight situations where we have to get some points. Hopefully I think he's not. Those guys. Our, offense, our offense could win a shootout. Our offense oh, for is sure. able to win a shootout. Um, we just gotta hone in on what we're good at and how mm-hmm. how we're gonna you know facilitate shooting. Right. All right. Um. All right. Before we finish up here, um, uh, from this game, if you had to pick like a player of the game, either from offense or defense or, or from from each, who would you pick? The quarterback for sure had a great game. Uh, Gunnell had a great game on uh offense on defense. Um. I don't even want to give anybody a player game because we need a turnover. Somebody would have got a turnover. If Holland would have got that turnover at the end of the game, um, that would have been it yeah. right there. Excuse me. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I, I like I like the Ganell on that on this one. Obviously, you know, he showed up, the arm was there, the you know, the, the deep ball was there, but also his legs, his ability to keep drives alive. Um, you know, 286 yards, three touchdowns. I know he had that one pick, but 13 carries to 40 yards, solid. Very solid. And then on defense, I, I'm I'm a big fan of this walk on from Scottsdale, man. Work Freeberg, uh, starting at Mike linebacker. He racked up five tackles, two of them, you know, two tackles for a loss. Uh, one of them, he dropped uh, Keenan Chris, uh, Kristen. I forgot what number he is for, for USC. But mm-hmm. he dropped him in the backfield like three or four yards back. But that was the drive mm-hmm. where we got that BS pass, uh, PI call later on. So that uh, that was a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Come All on, right. baby. There you go. All right, so next week, uh, real quick before we go, as of now, we're scheduled to take on Washington, the Washington Huskies at their stadium. 
That's the near Seattle. However, mm -hmm. the state of Washington, like everywhere else, has seen a rise in cases of COVID and hospitalizations due to COVID. So there are rumors. Actually, there are rumors right now. Um, and the governor should be talking. To, should have already talked about this uh, yesterday. But um, oh no, today. I'm sorry. Today we're recording on Sunday. Uh, the governor is, mm -hmm. is mulling a possible lockdown once again. But that's just a rumor as of now. But Governor Inslee did, however, announce new restrictions on indoor dining, businesses, and gatherings. And you can go online and find those. But it will very likely put this game in jeopardy. But as of now, a 5 p.m. Pacific time kickoff. It's 8 p.m. Eastern time kickoff on Fox. That could also change. We were supposed to be on some other network this last weekend, and they put us on Fox, which is great. More eyeballs. Um, but hopefully they keep it on the same. No, right. uh, so I was looking at um, some of the other games, and our quarterback's yeah. going to stand out a lot. I'm anxious to see one of these uh, one of these high, you know, profile um, uh, announcers or quarterback, you know, uh, gurus or what's the guy's name that's on um, he's on first take sometimes. Um, not Stephen A. Quarterback, no, the quarterback. Oh, 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 man. Uh, he's on Get Up too. Dan Arlovsky. Arlovsky. I want yeah. Arlovsky to. So I wanted to see where Arlovsky, how Arlovsky feels. <laughs> you know, I, I like Dan. I like Dan, but every time I hear his name, all I think of him is with the Lions running out the end, the, the back of the end zone, that safety. But nah. if I remember correctly, he was about to get destroyed by a, D, a defensive end. So I don't blame him, but I still laugh at it because I'm just like, dude, that's, a, right. that's such a Lions thing to happen. All right. His perspective, his perspective is real, uh, you know, is real um, informative. It's real, you know, educational. He has a good perspective on how to be successful at quarterback and what you need to do to be successful at quarterback. And I think he'll see a lot of those things in Gunnell and bump mm -hmm. him right up. Bump yeah. him right up. Look, but we get a couple wins. We can get maybe college game day to show up. Who knows? Yeah, something. We, I mean, we just need a – you know, with a short season, I mean, college game day, that would be very exciting, of course. But they need to get the film. The film will get to the right people. The film will get to the right people. Um, you know, just be successful, and then all that type of stuff will come. They just got to get a win, really make big plays. Right. And, and like, like they always say, man, on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Who got right. did, Washington, did Washington win last week? They yeah, they beat Oregon State. State. They beat Oregon State. Oregon State, but Oregon State – Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're not great, and uh, their quarterback's kind of weak, but their run game's solid. I'll say that much. Oregon State ran, and it was a close. It was like twenty-seven, twenty-one. It wasn't. It wasn't like a blowout either. Mm -hmm. We so. have to establish a run, especially, mm -hmm. especially um knowing that SC struggled last week run, rushing or rush defense. Their rush mm -hmm. defense struggled last week. I feel like if we would have attacked their weakness, like I said, matchups, you know, like different matchups and different schemes that a team where you can take an advantage, right. Um, that would have been that clearly was our advantage. One of our advantages rushing the football. I mean, we had all the advantages on offense, but um, except our third down conversion, it was you know under fifty percent. We could have did better at that, and our and our red zone scoring um, needed to improve. But um, like that, if a rushing touchdown would have came with a red zone efficiency, everybody would have loved that. You know. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So if we we, we got a um, Washington struggle last week rushing, that means we got to make sure that we establish the run. Yeah, I want to see Bright, Brightwell and uh, and Wiley with plenty of runs this weekend. The guy Wiley was good too. That'd be a one-two yeah. combination. Just because it's uh Brightwell, you know Brightwell is the lead back. That doesn't mm -hmm. mean that our team's uh, offensive goals has to change because he need a break. Right. If we get if we run the ball, run the ball, get a first down. He tired. He want to come out. Bring Wiley in and run it again and get six yards. He had a yeah you know decent yardage too. Get another you know chunk yardage play. And then maybe do a play action, or then bring Brightwell in and do a play action. You know, that that'll really start because everybody think, oh, Brightwell come in, we are gonna run it. 
Mm-hmm. Run, 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 run. Have somebody else in come run it. Bring right back in. We're ready to run it again. Play action. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for us today. You can follow Shaq at yeah. DR4 and score on Rule on IG and Twitter. Uh, make sure you go ahead and do that. Hit the follows, man. Get them. Mm-hmm. And I'm at uh, I'm on Twitter at Elaw32 and on IG at Elaw52. Um, shout out to everyone that tunes in. We, we appreciate the hell of you guys. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube, on iTunes, on everywhere we are, so you can get a sec. Get you know, we're gonna get big. We're, this is gonna get big. All right, we're we're yeah. fans. We're gonna get better. Watch this offense. We, they're gonna be talking about it soon. All right. Thanks. All right. Shout out to BetOnline.ag. Make sure you hit them up and place your bets. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll see you guys next time. Go Wildcats. Go Wildcats. Bear down. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.